gentlemen welcome to 2023 we haven't podcast this year at all at least we got it in in the first week yeah, that's boy. good man sort of first eat first week that's good that's good work bro that's what's up right that is what's up uh i want to keep with tradition keep with tradition and do my little segment for this week in hip-hop before we get started in the show as always pay homage to the good soldiers that brought us music and brought us to where we are today and i don't got a lot i don't got a lot unfortunately i don't got a lot y'all and i know y'all probably appreciate that because i go on and on but we don't have a lot there wasn't a well, lot Je- it's home. the first week of of the year like it's not a good time to really Lock put music, out music is it yeah because nothing really came out like but um i got a couple i do got a couple for you we go to uh 1996 y'all remember 1996 don't you y'all probably like oh, what the fuck is he talking about 1996 but <laughs> this week in hip-hop we was getting all crazy and breaking our necks to the woo-ha. This was my shit, man. Come on. I don't even know if y'all was even outside yet when this came out. Just about. Maybe the garden. Come on, man. We need a video with this, uh, with this beat. Bro, this shit still sounds fresh to this day. Thank you. To this day. This doesn't sound dated at all. Like... This is what you call timeless music. No trends, just style. I was trying to figure out if this should make it into the top 25 hip-hop records. I don't know if it does. It'll definitely hit into the top 50. It's definitely without question in top 100. I don't know. It might make it to the bottom half or the bottom quarter of the top 50. Top 50, I think. Because Buster's a legend. Buster Rhymes is a legend. Let me record directly to the mixer too, because this shit was bullshit yesterday. But this was some of my shit back in the day. Bro, it's just fire, bro. Just, just that beat is ridiculous. This was when beats was just starting to get complex, and they had like more than like two things going on in the background. But it's not overcrowded. It's very like simplistic, but technically maybe a little bit more structured. How they just weave in and out of each other because there's some crazy sounds for sure. Dope, dope, dope. Uh, fast forward two years, and this is the last one I got. 1998. Man, this was one of my favorite albums, bro. Oh, this this came out in January, huh? Yeah, maybe. This is great January music, man. Yes. The locks, baby. I got a much better locks track, but I know everybody knows this one, so you gotta play this one, you know. So they say, oh yeah, I remember that shit. Hey, you gotta shout out the locks, man. It's still going all this time. Like people. People don't really, they don't really, because like so many rappers have come and come and gone, and I feel like the locks don't get like enough props for still being out here active. Do you know what I mean? What's going on with verses? Are they still doing versus battles? I heard shit. Nah, I don't know. I lost, I, I lost, I lost interest, bro. I know, you know, right? The shit, the shit sold out. So just like 
It lost interest, bro. What do you mean it sold out? What happened? What I miss? Well, I jumped in when it was like fucking Rizza v versus Primo. Right. And then all of all of a sudden it's like Nelly versus fucking Ludacris. Like that's not a that's not an interesting fucking versus. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. so that for me, in terms of like the, the selection of the you know, it just went pop. You know what I mean? It's like Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera. Who gives a fuck? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they're trying to diversify. That's like when people be sending me messages and they're like, why are you only doing hip hop beats? Because it's a fucking hip hop podcast, bitch. I don't want to talk about Britney Spears beats. Those aren't beats. That's just music, motherfucker. Stay out of my <laughs> DMs, you punk. Kick that shit back to 2022. Yeah, I hear you, man. I, I didn't really... I didn't really follow verses all that all that heavy. I mean, if it was something we was gonna talk about on the pod, I was like, yeah, all right, I'll check it out. Cause um, it was only like a really couple good ones. Like Locks was a good one. Um, I don't even remember who all of them were. T Pain, Little John, that was cool. That's my. No, but the thing is, right, there's there's commercial, there's commercial, commercial, and then there's decent commercial, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, and like, you know, T-Pain, like, T-Pain has got some really terrible songs, right? But then T-Pain also has some really good songs. Same with Lil Jon. Yeah, but there's but, like, but, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but they lost. They lost that. It wasn't about the quality anymore. It was just about the numbers. Do you remember the Amarion one? Fucking B two K, bro. B two K. Why B two K doing the verses, bro? No, you you've just cheapened the brand to me there. Um, I think also the thing with verses is uh. We ju we just moved on from lockdowns, you know. Yeah, Everyone... that's what it was. It was good for that, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. it. De La Soul, man, finally getting their music put on the streaming platforms. Um, Tommy Boy, man, was tripping. They didn't want to put their music out for like ever, apparently. And then like Reservoir Media acquired their whole catalog. That's beautiful. You know, De La Soul have been trying so hard. Uh, it's not the first time I'm hearing about this. Do you remember they were making some noise before, like in the last couple of years, maybe or a year or pre-lockdown? I don't know, but I just remember it was a real struggle, and they're just like they gave up, kind of um, uploading their music. It's, it's it's a shame, isn't it? You put in decades, and you still still get no respect. You know, you don't, I don't you know don't if it's about juice. respect. It's just about music. They want music. They want money, and it's like the the labels, they want to control your shit. And if that's what you I mean. know, I can't so, make any. I I think it's a really interesting situation because my my understanding is a lot a lot that held it up was to do with they've got like an incredible amount of samples that are used in their in their songs, right? Right. And and the legal agreements that were drawn up were drawn up at a time when streaming did not exist. Right. 
So it's like, okay, you can get, you can make this money off it by selling it. But there was no mention of what happens when, oh, what happens if you don't actually sell it and people would just stream it? Like, mm. what what's the splits then? Because did you see um, uh, Black Sheep as well? They're, they're involved in a, like a class action uh, claim against Universal. Because basically when Universal sold the rights to Spotify for uh, a lot of their artists... They didn't do it on a um, like a, a royalty thing. It was like uh, an equity in Spotify at the time because Spotify was coming up, you know. And then that effectively cut the artists out of getting a piece of that money, which generally they should be entitled to. But obviously, there was no legal agreement at that time because streaming didn't exist. Mm. And no one could foresee that happening. So it, it's really interesting. When you think about like, oh, what should they be entitled to? You know what I mean? No, that's fair. Because I was thinking that the other day, actually, because I'm, I'm, I'm playing this game on my iPad and it goes to a commercial and then or an ad for another game. And then um, the ad that is showing, I've already seen the ad, but it was with real actors. Right. Cause, but it's the same audio. But now they've animated the actors. So they've got a whole fresh new ad. And I'm like, now nah, are they getting paid again? Because as an actor, they usually they will pay you a buyout, right? For some shit like that, you get your one lump sum check and get the fuck out of here. There's your money, and you know we're gonna do whatever we're gonna do as per what's in the contract, kind of like what you were saying. So it could be you know billboards or whatever. So this whole new avenue is available, and I was sitting here thinking this because I was playing this game called High on Life, and I was like, this game is legit. Because it's funny to me, because this, you know, it's different. The script, it, it, the script, it's these Ricky and Morty people that I'm not really familiar with because I don't watch that cartoon. But it was funny because it was different for a video game. But then you have these interactions with people that are just randomly passing you by in the game, like, hey, watch out, or hey, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck these irrelevant characters are doing. And I said, man, that sounds weird. Like it doesn't feel like the the the, the people that are saying these things have any. There's no context to what they're saying to the player that to me and i'm watching a, a joe rogan podcast and they were talking about that game and they were saying how they were using ai to fucking voice some of these games and wow. i was like oh my god my job is on the line i'm at, <laughs> I'm at risk <laughs> to a fucking computer now right so and now it made sense so i was like well that's just a computer talking that's why it doesn't really fit so because a lot of times i'll play these games to see what the producers want so when they call me in and they're like hey we need you to audition for this so i get a, a feel for what they're looking for and there was no feel for that and now it's like what happens with these games if they decide to take my voice and ai the shit with like chat gpt or whatever the fuck and then make it into something else because there's no stipulations in place for this type of stuff because it didn't exist Mm. So hopefully Daylaw can get their money, they can get their music out. Because Daylaw has a dope catalog, man. They got some really cool stuff. And we mm. just, we're not getting it because, you know, legal shit. I, I think it's important that the younger generation get an opportunity to hit to hear that music. Like, so I'm happy about that. I, I think the question about how much money they're they're due is not as black and white as everyone makes it out. Because at the end of the day, right, 
so many people are making incredible music and mm. never get heard. The harder, the hardest thing is 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 much harder than making incredible music, right? Is is establishing yourself as an artist, and that takes that takes a it takes a fuck lot of money. So a lot of these um like these um you know companies they're spending a lot of money in order to establish an act, and for every act that they've established back in the day. They had like 20 acts that they poured millions into and and made nothing off of. So this whole conversation about like how much an artist should make, like if you if you go and you put 100% of your money into it and build and build it, fine. Yes, you get 100%. But if another company has come and put millions into you, established you as a fucking worldwide name, I don't think that 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 then you're like entitled to a hundred percent of of the royalties. Do you know what I mean this is it's it's a frustrating thing for me because it's a conversation that is never had. People are just like, oh, they're screwing the fucking artists over. And I'm sure on a certain level, uh, you know, there's these shady contracts and shit like that and shit like that. But at the end of the day, we're in we're in the era now where it's like, okay, fine, just go fucking put your music out and see how far you get. Mm. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, what are they SoundCloud rappers out there that are doing really well. Like they just get found. Like it's it's a lot of people that just can chuck their shit up on SoundCloud, and then they pop it. That's how isn't that how what's the face got got put on with the fucked up hair? Uh, six, six nine. nine. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But at the end of the day, to make that jump from a SoundCloud rapper to a, a household name takes m- millions of money in marketing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that if you if you've not put that up, then you can't be like, oh, I deserve this, I deserve that. Like, that's just it how... takes a certain amount of networking and that connections to get that exactly right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, if you don't have those like quote unquote Jewish friends, as people say, <laughs> but it's not about that. But you know what quote I mean? Unquote, yeah, 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 yeah. Quote unquote, not by me. Uh, but like you know, just having that link. It's just uh, a reason I made that reference is because I was watching Atlanta last night and, uh, you know, uh, Paperboy, if you've seen it, uh, he's looking for an entertainment lawyer. And he's like, look, I don't want just any lawyer. I want a Jewish lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I say that all the time. Anytime I see somebody black on TV and they're trying to sue somebody with a black lawyer, like a big power, I'm like, you got the wrong people, bro. I know you're supposed (laughs) to support your own, but not when you're going up against them people. You got to come with somebody named something different you know because yeah somewhere like sc and h in there somewhere um yeah. but like uh yeah I, I say that to say like you know there's a certain reach that maybe an artist can't get to and i get it that the uh, like chima said you've got they brought you in with some sort of investment but it's like how much are they holding it back how much are you holding it back there's got to be some compromise of course i'm 100%. just saying it's happy it's it's good to know that it's finally been released it's a shame tommy boy wasn't budging maybe he felt like they were asking for too much but can an artist ask for 100 of their royalties even if someone's put in an investment to them um it's a different conversation from now as you said because it's like we're in an era where there's loads of new acts in terms of law acts and like, you know, different um, time in life. And back then there's a whole, whole analog to digital switch up. I guess what I'm trying to get to is for, for like old school artists who have, who, who came before this digitalization, 
like what do they need to do if they're in this situation so taylor swift re-recorded all her shit this is it's funny because music music is like this or the industry is like this this is why prince became the artist formerly known as because he was like fuck warner brothers i want to have control over my shit i can't can i can't record under the name prince so i'm going to become some shit y'all can't even pronounce and y'all can just consider me the artist that used to be that motherfucker over there that used to do the and all the dancing and shit. And I'm gonna still record my hit. That was some slick shit that he did. I mean, that was some slick shit where he was like, all right, fuck y'all. But the sad part of it all is, is he ended up no longer existing shortly after he got his catalog. And it was like, yeah, okay, we need to get him the fuck up out of here. And we you think you think he was murdered, yeah? I think I mean, after watching like Especially after watching that Jaguar Wright fucking interview. Oh. I mean, I don't know how much credibility the sister has because I don't know her like Zero, that. bro. Zero. So I don't know. But, I mean, I do know I hear a lot of stories coming out of Hollywood, especially when I was living there. You can tell. You can tell by listening to her talk that she has no credibility. Why like, even, e- e- even without hearing the... um. Even without like having intimate knowledge of the situations that she's talking about, like right. the con- the conclusions that she comes to, you listen to her and you're just like, no, you you're you're clearly like twisted. Like her perspective is twisted by whatever it is that she went through in the industry. You know what I'm saying? She's a broken clock, I think. Broken clock. No, she, you know, uh, you know, you know, broken clocks, right? Even a broken clock is right like twice, two, a, twice, a day. twice a day. Yeah, it, it, she throws a lot of statements out that is like thought provoking, but it doesn't lead to anywhere, right? It just leaves it to and like leaves you in disarray in some respect, and that has an impact of some sort. And that's why it was like so juicy to almost watch. But like, yeah, when you come out of watching it you're like what the hell what do i even do with this it's a lot you know what it felt like it felt like when you see a preview to a film and you're watching the film and you're like and they give you all the hot takes but they don't give you any of the fucking meat like yeah. they're like like it's like a big appetizer like a trailer. Menu, like all these yeah, like delicious samples but no like full-on like entrees with all the mm. you know the ingredients there and shit but they just giving you a taste and mm-hmm. you know, to draw your own conclusions and shit but um now it was interesting but it's a lot of uh, some of the stuff I've heard before from other people, which is what led me to think, okay, maybe there's a nugget of truth in there. But you know, I don't know. But I don't know if Prince was murdered. I think it's strange. I'll just say this: I think it's strange when you have somebody that is on top of their shit as Prince was about having his shit removed from the internet. Like you, if you posted some shit like a Prince song and like in this podcast right now. That shit would be taken down before I even hit post on YouTube. They'd be like, nah, that shit's gone, right? And then he dies and he has no will. I mean, that guy had a whole lot of shit going on to not have a will running. He was like, too small to not have a will. All the time. Like, no will. And then, so so you could say, okay, maybe he didn't have a will. I don't know. I, I don't know the guy. I did meet him once, and you know, but I didn't ask him. <laughs> you know what's up with your, your your finances and shit but then we go to like michael jackson same shit right battling with sony for his shit then he starts opening his mouth about stuff about the media lying and they trying to go after him and this that and the third and when the federal government of america investigates you for 10 years and finds nothing and then 
you know, nothing that you didn't do nothing then, right? It's the federal government. They're going to find something. So now all of a sudden he's dead and his mom comes with the will. I'm in control of all this shit. Michael Jackson left all his shit in control by his mom. And then Sony was like, nah, we got this will. This the will we're going to go by. Fuck your will. And we going with this one. So when, when shit like that starts happening, I have to start questioning shit. I don't know who's done what because I'm not in there, but I'm just saying some shit looks a bit sus to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you can't just be like, no, and that's it. The record label is amazing. But you know, like... You know, like arguments over like um, wills happen all the time, just of like, like regular people, like a regular, regular ass person that just has like one flat. Yep. Like one one relative will come along and say this, another relative will come along and say this. <laughs> or is this done under duress? Is this legally, bro? That's normal. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's what happens. Now imagine you have fucking I don't know how many millions in assets either of these people have. I, like. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, like I, I was as, as well as uh, uh, entertained by Jaguar, right? But the more the more I listened to her, the more I was like, no, nah, I'm wasting I'm wasting my time here. That's because you're <laughs> suspicious. You're suspicious anyway. I'm like, aliens are fucking real. The Illuminati exists. Fucking harp. Fucking change the fucking weather pattern so Obama could get reelected. And Chima's like, nah, fuck all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, that shit is some bullshit. <laughs> so I was like, all right, nah, but nah, she's she's different. So you know, it's it's entertainment. It's all it is. And at the end of the day, regardless of what's factual and what's not, is entertainment. It got clicks, it got views, it was interesting, and it's yeah. thought provoking, and we having a conversation about it, and it's over with, and we move on with it. Um, Let's um, break this shit up, man. I got this new segment I want to do called Beat of the Week. I used to do this on my old Instagram account, and then they just started taking all my shit down because they was like, now nah, we copyright, copyright, copyright. So um, this is for you guys that are listening on the Spotify's and all that because if it's on YouTube, they're going to take it down. So it's an exclusive, suckers. You got to head on over to the Beat Down podcast um, audio, or you can go right to Beat Down um, Pod bow beat of the week so um this one is going to talk about the ab soul album and i know that um it's been busy and it's been new year and christmas and all that so y'all might not have got a chance to listen to it um but this track off of that album herbert was just ridiculous and i'm gonna make it that my beat of the week and it's uh absol russ and big sean from detroit shouts to uh big sean and the song is called go off man this is that beat that had me getting out of my seat earlier, man. I was like, fuck, this is shit. Uh, lately, I've been hating the players still out of the game. I know the same, nigga, I'm just saying. Ain't got no gavel, who am I to judge? Get your bag, baby, that's placenta. Uh, what's your life about enlighten me? I'm on 10, I'm feeling like a strike of lightning. Stroke a genius, pull my penis out and calculate. Soft my ex, call my ex, she sure to validate. Hold up, wait, I might bust. She like, wait, I'm like, huh? 
Gonna push and pee, I'm fucking up the frequency. I know what your future holds, my crystal ball is beautiful. Coming frequently back to back like I had to battle me. As usual, now your cavity is a casualty. Big dick energy, bitch, riddle me this. How you gonna win when I slide right within? Huh? I said, how, how you gonna win when I slide right within? Sounds a bit Rick Rossi, that line, but okay. Oh, no, it's, it's Lauren Hill, isn't it? Yeah, it's Lauren Hill. Yeah. What the bum bum? That one. So that's my beat of the week, man. I really appreciated this beat. It was real chill. Like, I can extrapolate the audio or the lyrics from it, and it's still just fucking hot, man. I just, I think it's that, I think it's that keyboard in the background that's doing it for me. It's just real smooth sounding. It just brings you to a balance in the song, and it's real laid back. Like, I feel like I could just be sitting on, like, a an infinity pool looking out at some shit, just chilling this fucking track going. The Big Sean verses on it are fired. I don't know about this Russ cat. I don't know how y'all feel about Russ. Fuck Russ, bro. Fuck Russ. <laughs> you know, you already know it straight away. That's why I had to give you an opportunity to say what you felt about it without having to say it on your own, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? I shouldn't say it like that. I shouldn't say it like that because he seems like an all right guy, I guess. But like musically, nah, he's mid. He's the definition of mid to me. Yeah, like he's he's competent. Don't get me wrong, he's competent. It depends what kind of um, caliber you're putting. You're too too far from your mic, player. Sorry. So you're too far from your mic. I don't know if your mic or in your headphones, but you just got quiet when you leaned back. All right, my bad. Um, Yeah. So uh, I don't know what caliber we're putting him into we're not putting him with like top five that are alive lyricists or anything no. like that but for his time i think he's doing a lot better than other people i think he's made he's made some successes uh he's done he's it massive own. massive successes bro yeah, yeah. Yeah. massive done it on his own yeah he's, he can sing he can rap um he can he can you're con- right he can be conscious he could do dumb shit he could do it all in a way so, i said like, he's i said he's competent didn't i i said he was competent <laughs> he's competent drake he's definitely better than drake so uh he's he's not better than drake though he is he is drake's just the whiny little bitch no 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 <laughs> see as much as i dislike drake like on a on a musical level drake is so much more interesting than russ Interestingly annoying or just sonically? <laughs> for me, for me anyway. Obviously, it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah. T- tastes, isn't it? I can only talk about my taste, but um, that's why I rolled back. I rolled back from the fuck Russ thing. My like that that was like I felt like that was a bit too much. But I feel like he's completely overrated for such a mediocre artist. Like, yes, he can sing to a very mediocre level. Yes, he can rap as a very me- mediocre rapper. Yes, he can make beats. Very mediocre beats. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just not much to him. Yeah, again, is he one of the greats? I don't know. And he's quite early in his career in the sense, um, it's probably he's not an overnight celebrity, I know that. 
but he's done quite well. He's worked with quite a lot of established artists, and I feel like he's been doing it by himself. So I've got to give him credit. I think yeah, hundred percent. I think he knows the the business quite well, and that's what uh, he's used to kind of navigate. So I, that's why I give him some respect for that. Do I listen to his music? Not really, but do I see his sound hot takes online? Yeah, like you know, like meaning like clips from little podcasts or interviews he's had, and he's has something to say. Um, he's whereas... just saying basic like. What's that KRS one lyric where he's like, uh, when it's relying on skills, not marketing and promotion? Mm. Like Ru- Ru- Russ is a, Russ is a he is a example of someone who has marketed himself well, promoted himself well, and is amazingly successful. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we come. From, I come from an er- era where we. That's not the barometer for your. For your success, like if if I listen to your shit and I'm like that was kind of mid, that was kind of mediocre, and and he is a set to me, he's a second rate Drake. <laughs> well, you know what? You know, I, I might put them in a room together. To be fair, he's a second rate that's Drake. That's why I compared him to Drake. That's yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. a second rate Drake. Like his shit when he's trying to brag to me doesn't sound convincing. At least with Drake. You can laugh at Drake. Like Drake, Drake is a Drake is a Drake is like almost like to me, he's like a character in it. You know what I mean? That, that right, I always feel like rappers, right? It's a, it's the character that you buy into, yeah. So like, fucking Nas is a character. Jay Z is a character. You, bu- uh, you invest in the people, like you 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 don't buy the product. You buy from the person in it. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, sort of like something like that. But like Drake as a character. He's the fuck boy. He's the fucking moist guy, and 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 there's part of us that we can really fuck with that as a character. With Russ, what is his character? Nothing. I don't know. Yeah, that's how that's how Nicki Minaj became what Nicki Minaj is because Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj was like my complexion. She looked like Lil Kim before Lil Kim turned into like Catwoman, and they decided <laughs> we need to make you into a character so that we can market you so we're gonna give you these titties give you this purple hair and all this other shit and then she became Nicki minaj otherwise she was just a girl on the, on the block you know who could mm. rap and mm. then they made her into something that they could market and that's mm. the difference that's you have to be marketable that's why all that's what little kim oh you're kim but we're gonna put you in this lingerie and you're gonna talk about sucking dick and then we're gonna market you in that way and that's how we're gonna position you and you're gonna sell records and that's what they did and that's what she did mm. and russ ain't got that he just likes to fight people or some shit but yeah <laughs> again again he's not he's uh, he's not gonna be in a conversation with Jada kiss the top five that are alive i'll yeah. just uh he's mid you're saying we're saying the same thing he's mid we're saying the same thing we're saying the same thing um but like you're, you're right when i said fuck russ that was too much i shouldn't have said that i'm rolling back i'm rolling back from back. that it's what mature people do. They identify. Why are you um, trying to take my hot take away, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like to be to be honest, everyone knows Russ is mid anyway. Like Russ is a, he he is a joke. Let's be honest. There's so, so many joke rappers that it will t- automatically makes him look legit. So he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's in such a position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, your your yeah. point your point about he's doing so much better than like so many other people from his era. It's yes. completely right. It's completely right. But that's not hard, bro. No, no, exactly. Yeah, I get Look, that. He's, he, he's up against Lil Pump and... 
and I actually, I actually rate Six Nine more as an artist than I do Russ. If You're I'm getting honest some good with hot you. takes here, boy. You're getting some good <laughs> hot takes. Starting the year on I have Six Nine songs I played. That I played. I, I would play some Six Nine records. I there's not one Russ record yeah. that I've heard. Yeah, I can't even name one Russ record that uh, that I would play and be like, "Yo, guys, listen to this shit." I can't believe you're playing Six Nine, man. <laughs> Six Nine, bro, go back and listen to Billy or Gummo or Gummo. some shit like that. Gummo, on, man, he just shouts, hurts my ears. I'm in but my that's the, But that's the uh, that's the sound, though, ain't it? Because that's what um, that's like. Yeah, that I mean, I remember Bone Crusher. I ain't never scared. Like, all of that shit. Like, I'm about the hype, but he's just too much. Again, we buy into the characters, and I'm just not buying that snitch. That's what it comes down to. Don't be mad. Don't be hating on 6 9 bro. <laughs> I don't know, had mad listens back in the day. No, I hear you, though. It's, it is what it is. It's a different time, man, and... People like what they don't like. However, so. however, like play some rust. Time. Play some rust. Come on, play some rust. Play it. I don't even know if I got any on here, bro. <laughs> and you on Spotify? <laughs> yeah. Let me see what I can play right quick. Just okay. go to his profile and play his most go. for five hundred and ninety-seven million listens to uh, losing control. I don't even know this track. Man, get me to the meter song. Oh my god, this is proper drizzy. Yo, I met him during this period when this yeah. song came out. Yeah. Was he when crying? he was still still bubbling. I remember he did an in-store for my boy. Uh and and the people that were coming to the in-store, literally, bro, 14-year-old girls. Mm. Really? Yeah, bro, fourteen-year-old girl. So, like, don't get it, don't get it confused. Like Dre said, I did it all, but when he was dissing Jermaine Dupri, I did, I did everything you did, but I didn't have to use twelve-year-olds. Wow. Hey, but that's a good demographic, though, because if you get them young, you got them for longer in life, don't you? Yeah, because when <laughs> music hits different when you grow up with music. Yeah, yeah, doesn't it? But that's a whole different ball game but you know we said something about era and age group but there's people in his age group that are much more mature uh in their sound and in their delivery and their mindset take joey badass for example it's like he's like 26 27 mm. and such a like an old soul but really really current and forward thinking and like like a, i would say like a good leader in some respect yeah yeah, yeah. um and russ is older than him so yeah. and like uh, I don't even know how old is Snitch Nine, uh, but like, <laughs> how old is this little bitch? Um, old enough to know better. Yes, he's same age, same age as Joey Badass. Can you believe it? Mm. And Joey Badass is doing things, man. His acting career's popped off really well. Um, he's he just released that two thousand album not long ago, which is like continuing from his like. 1999 album that really set the pace for him um so it's just where you're at where your head's at it doesn't matter where you like where you are or where what type era you came from sorry not what era you came from it doesn't matter 
what period you were born in or or where you're at. And the point I'm trying to make is if you're yeah, make that fucking mind point. Right, we gotta get the fuck <laughs> We got all kind of shit to talk about, and this fucking guy's taking up all our airtime. Fuck him. You can you can, can I, some of it. Can I ask? Just, just, just kick me out of the chat. <laughs> Just Can I ask? Yeah. Did you go see Joey Badass recently? No. Yes, I did. I did. What was it like? He was. I was a little bit disappointed because I was too far. But he he had some presence, bro. Um, he really touched the people. Like not R. Kelly style. I mean, like he really like um, engaged with them, and you felt present. You felt like you were a part of a movement, and that's what you should do when you go to a live show. Uh, and he he like my sister's never heard of him. I had a spare ticket and I took her along with me. And she was like, oh, he reminded me, his demeanor reminded me of Tupac in the sense that he was like really for the people. And like, he was like talking about prospering a lot rather than all this negativity and all the bullshit. And Where was it? Coco, not the best venue. I love like, Coco. Well, it's all right. But like w- when you're in the pit and you're not at Is the Is that front, down at the bottom? Yeah. 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 It's not that great. If you're not okay. at the front, if you're not at the front, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this flipping a fire exit sign right above my head. I was like, if I jump, I'm gonna crack my skull. But yeah, it was really good, and I'm really glad I, I bought tickets. It was a mission to get to because all the snow and shit, but yeah, it happened. Did he have a band, or was it just like backing track? Yeah, backing track. Unfortunately, was he rapping over his vocals? No, 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 no. He no, didn't do anything like, like that. No, Can you imagine? Like He's not that guy. I would, would have lost respect if he did that. He 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 really like uh he did his thing, bro. You know, if you have a band, it almost takes the pressure away a little bit. You're right. It's it's harder to do it without a band, to yeah. be honest. No, like a band ones yeah, and yeah. twos. Just the ones yeah. and twos. And so, what what, what sorry, sorry, we gotta move the fuck on because we're running All out right. of time. Um, All right. you can ask me later. <laughs> so where are we going now? French Montana? Uh, no jumper, or are we gonna talk about Soldier Boy with his pants down around his ass? Have we not got a beat? Beat of the week. We did a beat a week, bro. Oh, Pay attention. Fucker, how you think we got to where we are right now? Where's the camera? <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, we got beat a week. I got beat battle lined up too. That's why we gotta keep it pushing. Got uh, it. Okay. On time on Takashi six fucking nine and shit. Doctor Chima's over there fucking falling asleep and shit. Um. So yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, I just say this no jumper podcast, Adam 22. Y'all got a, a fly ass podcast. I've been watching it, uh, as of late. This sharp guy that likes to yell at everybody. I don't know if y'all watch this podcast or not. I don't understand why it's called the greatest hip hop podcast out. They don't really who, who calls who calls what, what, what. Who, I, I heard it somewhere. I don't remember where I heard it. Maybe it was between like. Like, I don't remember who I heard. It might have been on Joe Budden. He was like, we're the greatest. But they'd say people saying they're the greatest. They don't even talk about hip hop on that podcast. So how what podcast are you talking about? No Jumper. No Jumper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I hate, who, I hate who's the sharp? Who's the sharp like person? World, it's like world star hip hop. It was nothing to do with hip hop. It was probably exactly. someone out of the culture uh, yeah. creating that page and then just put... That's he's just out. he's just a different version of DJ Vlad as far it's as like a bit of vulturing, isn't it? A bit of vulturing Vlad, bro. Oh my god, don't even start on that. He must be shit. an agent. <laughs> <laughs> like right. no, like like I understand it. We're going back to the whole, whole yes, no jumper is insanely successful. Does that mean it's good? No. I and mean who, it, it, who, it, what it, age group listens to it? 
That's what I want to know too. People in their under thirty, young easy. people, yeah, yeah, yeah easy yeah. under thirty. Because I'm yeah. watching like the Shark Tank, which is a clear Shark Tank ripoff. So, what is it? Yeah, you keep talking about Sharp Shark. What is this? So what you Sharp is a guy. That's his name, Sharp. Right. So he's got a pod called Sharp Tank, where he okay. basically just brings you on. And this is my take on on what on like the eight episodes or whatever I watch. He'll bring you in and he just dismantles you and just argues with you like nonstop. And okay. it's funny. I mean, you should watch this. I'll send you a link to a couple. Of, it's interesting, but it gets to be a bit much because all they do, he, all he does is talk over to people and he yells at them. So like um, there was a guy named Kelpie that came on this podcast called Soft White Underbelly. And I don't know if you've seen Soft White Underbelly. If you haven't, you should check that podcast out. It's good. He just does interviews with people one-on-one. But this guy came in, he's a young white dude, he's probably 22, he's got on a purple suit, proclaiming to be this pimp, and he's got these two young white girls with him on soft white. So then they bring him on to No Jumper on Sharp Tank, and he's like, he's a street dude. So he took exception to this guy coming on with the little purple suit. He said he was fronting, and he was like, and then he had another dude on the pod with him, this young brother, I don't remember what his name is, but they was like, you know, you fronting, and then dude just stole on him right on the podcast and busted his face open and shit. Um, and you know, it's just a wild podcast. And they'll have like they had the last one I watched was um, they had Blueface. He had like a uh, an OnlyFans blue in the house with Blueface or some shit, where he had all these girls that came into this house and they was trying to get like something some i don't know it was some sort of fake reality thing he was doing but these girls were wild and they was just arguing with this sharp dude it was wild i'll just send you the link if you ain't seen it you should watch it i'll try and drop in a snippet in the video here but it don't have nothing to do with hip-hop it's got everything to do with the types of people that listen to hip-hop you know these yeah. young people some um, of the types of people yeah but it's not it ain't hip-hop to me so i don't know how they can classify it as that but whatever I ain't hating on the podcast. I I enjoy it until it, it starts to make my head hurt. So uh, is the sharp sharp attack different from no jumper? See, that's the thing. So think of it as like V three TV is no jumper, and you got beat down podcast. You got ah yeah. So okay, all right. I see, so it's right. like a it's like a show on that on, under the no jumper umbrella. Right. Right, so uh, No Jumper's the pod, but then Sharp, the Sharp Tank will be on the No Jumper podcast. So he'll come in and he'll interview people that he got a, uh, an issue with, whether it be like some girl that's like, I like breaking motherfuckers and I need somebody to buy me this and buy me that, and he'll just go in on them. Um, so it's interesting, but it's not, I don't think it's no fucking hip-hop podcast. But that's just who, who, who the fuck is representing for hip-hop nowadays, really? Fucking us. Yeah. Um, true. There's a uh, LL Cool J did Rock the Bells, didn't he? And he has some old school heads on there. I don't actually listen to it as much, but I know he's so got it. So he ain't representing fuck all then. If you ain't even listening to it, and that's your boy, <laughs> lick, lick, lip liquor. <laughs> I knew I set myself up when I that's said your boy. LL. <laughs> I think LL. I think we need to accept that hip hop. Um... It's not being looked after, man. Yeah, like who's like. Who is the who's really doing it for hip hop? Noriega, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, he's giving his roses, he's, get, he's speaking to the people that are actually put in the groundwork, uh, exactly. And he's going back and he's telling real stories. 
and 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 it's not like he's and it's not like he's completely just stuck in the past either as well which no. is what which is what I like, I like. yeah do you know what I mean so apart from him I I wouldn't put Joe Budden on there because I feel like the Joe Budden podcast is just about Joe Budden it's not really about <laughs> hip hop do you know what I mean? left at any moment and it's like and then it becomes like any other podcast it's basically yeah. like he might as well have academics on there. I mean, oh, he was on there, I think. You know what? I, he, I've, I'd say he probably is doing it. He, like, as much as like we love to hate him and he does say some questionable shit, which I think often does get taken out of context. Yeah, like I really, I, I really want to know what he said about the old school heads. How he said they're not relevant. I want really want to chime in on that. He did. I, I, I saw a bit of that, and I it, again, I felt that was taken out of context, yeah. and um. Was that um, hack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like probably he, he he's putting it down for hip hop. I guess it's hard, you know what I mean? If because at the end of the day, if the new generation don't give a fuck about it, they don't give a fuck about it, do they? No, can't well, force them to give it's a like, fuck about who's it. Who's looking after hip hop? If we're saying academics is looking after hip hop, then the definition of hip hop has changed because there's rap and there's hip hop, and I feel like all of this shit, commercial shit, is rap. All of Just this rap. like is just rapping and it's a load of bullshit hip-hop is like is deep-rooted uplifting music and you know it came is it always uplifting though no i was gonna say it's not always uplifting because no, if it's not really uplifting for the audience it'll be uplifting for the person venting but what i'm trying to get at is like it's it, it can be negative i could have had better ways to articulate my point but uh it, a lot of there needs to be a, a clear dif- a distinguished break between hip-hop and rap that's what i'm saying because like anyone just anyone claims hip-hop but it's not i don't think academics really talks about hip-hop he talks about current rap artists that's about it that's not hip-hop to me i i you know you need to talk about some real shit like but he's know, he he's got yeah yeah go ahead sorry no, i was just saying like who's talking about dead Prez doing a new album or anything like that like that's like news to me that gets that shit gets me excited but i didn't see no one speak about it really and like uh that's only me seeing it from their account like direct from dead Prez. Like um, you know, like but then we talk about all this gossip and all that bullshit. I know we do gossip, but like, <laughs> uh, so I really should just shut up now. But um, you know, at least we talk hip hop. Balance, we give balance. That's balance. our difference. Balance. Well, I don't know. Fuck that. I don't think it's a hip hop podcast. And yes. But yeah, I guess the the deeper question is 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 what we're looking at is like so what what are the hip hop podcasts out there, you know? Beatdown podcast. But no, and I I do think the beatdown podcast is, and I think you do a great job, Vaughn, Actually, especially with your like this week in hip hop and like you know remembering hip hop. Um, but uh, like I think there also needs to be. That's why. I fucked with Kanye for so long because I felt like he kept he kept hip hop at the forefront for so long with everything he was doing, even though he was the number one pop artist in the world, pretty much. It's like the next album he'd put DJ Premier on it, he'd put the Rizzo on it. You know what I mean? He would like he would you can do both. There's nothing that says you can't do both. But like now who who is there really at that level? Who's who is still fucking Hip hop, and I feel like after this conversation, really, it's just just Noriega. Like, obviously, beat down podcast, but we're nowhere near, nowhere no. near, nowhere near that that level. So we have to be honest about that. You know what I'm saying? But then you have to think, like, okay, is hip hop is that this is that just a reflection of the space that hip hop is in now? 
You know, everything has its time. Rock and roll had its time. Right, right. It just dawned on me, guys. Um, who does a, a really good podcast, a hip-hop one, dedicated strictly for hip-hop, is bridging the gap 50 years of hip-hop with Nas and uh, um, Miss Info. And they have some, like, really, like, inaccessible artists that we don't really get any introspective thought from. And, uh, you know, they do it really well. And Nas has always been like someone who's maybe a little bit reserved, doesn't always, isn't in the public eye and willingly. So like now when he puts his vulnerabilities on, on the mic like that, apart from his music, it's it's like a whole new insight into hip hop. And really Hold on, hold on. Oh. Nas has a podcast. I know, right? That's... <laughs> Bro, it's amazing. He has people like Ice Cube and all sorts of Rick, uh, Rick, not Rick. Nas, what? Nas Rick. has a podcast? It's brilliant. I, when I found that out, my mate was like, what? You don't know? I was like, what? And then I literally started from episode one and went all the way up. 50 years of hip hop. Hmm. And Miss Info, yeah, and and then she, oh, she, yeah, look at them, yeah, bro, check out the uh, the guest list. It's the and... ringer. So, like, um, I urge anyone that's listening in right now to, yo, he's been doing this for ages. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, what kind of fan am I? What kind of supporter am I for not knowing this shitty one? Yeah, Burner exactly. Boy, Common, Little John. League, yeah, loads of uh, uh, oh shit, I might have a listen to this. So yeah, go man. check out that other podcast if you get bored listening to the real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfuckers over here promoting some other niggas. Was shit. it? Is it? Was it Miss Info? she wasn't she the beginning of the whole gossip gossipication of fucking hip hop culture? I feel like she was the first one. I remember her back in the day. She'd come in with her bullshit stories about this guy said this, that guy said that. Yeah, but she did on, a lot on Hot Ninety Seven. Well. She got yeah, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I think more more so Angie Martinez maybe. But um, she was responsible for getting Ilmatic heard, man. It's what. Ah, okay. Oh, she's like on that side of the game. That's how they know. That's how long they've known each other for. Ah, that's dope. That's why they've got a kind of like a relationship, and it works really well because a lot of the stories she's quite privy to them that he talks yeah, about. Yeah, they, they was hooking up. They was hooking up. So. Um, but hold on, hold on, hold on, sorry. Go, go, go. Are they still doing this podcast? Because the last episode I've seen is June 2022. Um, so I think they're going to come back. All right. You but fucking yeah, they have, shit that ain't even fucking current. Fuck? <laughs> no, but it, it is. It's very current. But yeah, you know what the difference between that podcast and our one is? We've got an episode in 2023. <laughs> oh Click moving right along. So, do we care about Soldier Boy sagging his pants and no, Mary no, saying stop no. bagging shit? All right, click. That's out of here. Um, do we care that French Montana is ducking for safety at a KFC seconds after shooting on his music video? Fucking shoot. Or do no, we really? go right is he okay? Here? If he's okay, then no. Let's move on. He's fine. All right, fuck him too. All right, so. Uh... <laughs> That's how we get down. We keep it pushing on beat down podcast. We're gonna need security at some point. I feel, I, feel, I feel sorry for Soldier Boy, man. Have you seen him nowadays? Yeah, man. He's, he's like, he's... I pulled out the ringtone era. Love me. <laughs> it's like because he, he's like in his thirties now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's thirty six. Oh no, no, he's not that old. Bullshit. No way. Soldier Boy was born in nineteen ninety. 
Okay. 32. Yeah. All right. So we said, fuck Russ. We said, fuck uh, Soldier Boy. We said, fuck French Montana. Anyone else? No, we didn't say fuck French Montana. We were just like, we were just like. Not okay, here. Right. I meant the topic. Is it, Someone we said, is he well? Is he well? Plus, you, you, you retracted your statement about Russ. So I yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But yeah. Is it, what others? <laughs> I like this. Fire we, no we, fire. we don't have any more topics to throw in the trash. Let's just get into the. No, uh, we want to talk about how we feel sorry for Soldier Boy because yeah, that's what we were. Well, like, why he, do we? Because because he came out like as a sixteen-year-old with some bullsh- bullshit, yeah, right. And it's like now you're thirty-two years old, but like still that persona, it seems like you're carrying it on, and and it's like you can't grow. Like I look at him and I'm like, bro, you're you're uh, you're a bit older now. You have to be a bit like more composed or like Fine. you know what i mean not so, yeah do you know what i mean like why is one telling me that your pants are down by your legs or whatever the fuck i don't know what the story is but so the story you know I mean? the story is is aries spears is at at an atm apparently right and soldier boy is at the cash machine i i don't know if the, i haven't read the whole thing and there's a white woman sitting there looking at soldier boy's ass hanging out of the back of his pants because he's ah. sagging his pants. And she looks over at Aerie Spears like, really? And Aerie Spears is just like, you know, I don't know. So Aerie Spears took it upon himself to be like, hip-hop culture, black culture, we need to stop doing this because uh, uh, we need to, much like you're saying, we need to ma- mature. There's a certain level of maturation that should be taking place, especially once you surpass the age of three decades yeah. Pull your pants up. Nobody care what kind of draws you got on, unless they your branded <laughs> draws. Then you can show them off if you're in a photo shoot or something. But you know that whole prison look. I used to work at the mall, man. Back in like the early '90s, I had this little mobile phone kiosk, and everybody. This is when sagging was just starting to happen. Then this young kid came up to my to my little kiosk, and he was like. He's like, hey, bro, can I borrow your stapler right quick? So I was like, the fuck you want my stapler for, dog? So dude dude <laughs> has his pants sagging. He's got no belt on, but he's got like a wad of paper like this in between two belt loops, and he's got them stapled together so his pants don't fall all the way down, right? And he's trying to sag his pants but keep his pants up enough. I was like, bro, no, you can't use my stapler, bro. Fuck out Yeah, two things. So, Soldier Boy so, is in his second childhood, man. And the other yeah, thing is, he probably like, likes that prison uh, love. Prison love. I don't know, bro. Yo, is it true that that meant that uh, if you sagged your pants, that you were ready to take it in the ass? Is that basically what it was about? <laughs> yeah, Look, in, in prison, they take your shit. You don't have, you can't have a belt because they don't want you to hang yourself, right? Like same with your shoelaces. You don't have shoelaces, you can't have a belt. They take all that shit away from you. So your pants are just gonna naturally just sag anyway. So once they came out of prison, they were sagging their pants. Now I don't know about this whole, you know, my booty's exposed. Come and get some. That might just <laughs> became the narrative to try and shame you for looking, you know, like a, you know, uh. A fleece Johnson, the you know the booty bandit, um, <laughs> of, you know somebody I, to give up. Some well, I, what I don't get is though. Sorry, it's like I know, like I would wear a size up if things were a bit tight, but like you would wear trousers that would fit, that wouldn't require belts. Belts are because maybe you've lost a bit of weight, or you know the fitting couldn't fit through your thighs, but your waist is too slim, or something like that, because you've got some like you know difference. 
shapes. Yeah, but it came out of hip hop though, bro. So it's like I'm a rapper, I got sent away, and then I come out, and then you see it on a music video, and then everybody starts doing it. It's how easy shit can like I, that happens. Can I tell you why I sagged my pants? Because I'm fucking lazy. That's why. That's that's all it was, and and it just somehow coincided with the whole whoa, whoa shit. These hip hop guys are play wearing their trousers. Down by their fucking hamstrings. Do you know what I mean? I will. I also sag my pants a little bit, but not enough to show my boxers. The only reason I sag it is because you got your two pants that go up, and sometimes that uh, material at the bottom is too high up, and um, and that's why I need it a little lower to create some space. And that's the only reason why I would do it. Um, and if I'm tailor making something, then I might have that, um, like basically lower. Hold on, you tailor make your your trousers? Sometimes. Damn, B, you fucking wow. living it up, bro. No, no, just, I don't just... ever sag my shit, so I don't know what the fuck these two is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but... Bro, I was at work the other day, at work, and like my like, cause my my trousers, some like I said, I'm just lazy, bro. My trousers were like halfway down, and I was like, I got embarrassed because I was like, shit, bro, you're at work. How can you be working, walking through the fucking waiting room with mm. your fucking trousers? Like, but like, I, it's not something that like I'm happy about. Like, like Soldier Boy, I feel like Soldier Boy would lean into it. Do you know what I mean? He would be like, "This is, this is my style." I'm like, it's just "Bro, not on the top of your priority list." At that yeah, time. yeah. So for me, like I said, it's just a lazy thing. And when I when I was aware of it, I'm like, you know, because like none of my clothes fit me properly. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't. Do you change weight or something? I do. Yeah, I think sometimes I think maybe I've lost a bit of weight or something like that. My weight fluctuates quite a lot. So, and also, I just don't give a fuck. I just buy whatever. Like, I don't tailor shit. I go to the I go I go to the shop, and I can't be bothered to fucking try shit on. I'll just. Be I don't like, buy clothes regularly. That tailoring stuff is very rare. Um, when I do do it, and when I go back to Bangladesh, tailors everywhere in it. So I'm, I'm trying to like cover tracks and shit. <laughs> but like. Um, no, I wish I wish I tailored my shit, bro. I wish like, I tailored my shit. The, the looser fitting stuff is more like my casual wear, whereas my formal wear, I will wear a belt. I would never wear a belt others. I just think it's impractical. It, like when you bend down a bit, it pushes into your stomach. Like you know, you know what I mean. It's less is more. But like um, the formal wear is a totally different outlook. Whereas like my ninety percent of my clothing is just comfort. Mm. Like, I prioritize comfort over everything, and I hate wearing shoes because it ends up giving me back pains. So, so Christ, you are a fucking clothing pain in the ass. No shoes, no belt. So did Soldier clap back at this comedian? No, well, he better not because he's suicide. Because that's a comedian who shut you down. He ain't saying shit to him yet. He ain't gonna say nothing to him. So, um, pull your pants up, wear a belt, unless you are uh, wearing sweatpants. Let's move on to the beat battle beats, and we're gonna end the podcast with this. We got three beats, all from the same artist. If you want to check out these beats, they are at Beat Battle Beats in the Beatdown Podcast on Spotify. So, um, all the same artists. I mean, I just had to go with the locks because I pulled that album up for the day and I just got something for these, these something special for these tracks that I just like. So let's just go for the first one. This is not to be fucked with. By the locks, money, power, respect. 
Another small time cat with a million dollar fetish. Learned my first lesson in jail from a peasant. Always seemed pleasant, happy to be present. Said he passed through, he should have been in the essence. In the streets is your girl, treated like your wife. You can flirt around with drugs, but don't hit the pipe. You can mess around with guns, but death ain't right. Hold your breath, next step. Life ain't right. If you're with the wrong cats and your sight ain't tight. Styles hit the dark side, show them the light. Cold defender to the ice that freezes MCs. Friend of the flame, burning me one game. Tell oxygen, not hopping in, but he a little time nigga. I ain't thinking of stopping him. Stop to catch up first. You stretched up worse than them. Been experts and did less work than them. With no album, we network more than them. These cats didn't think that the locks could do it. Got a hundred different styles that the guys you do it. I'm the ghost of the shit. I provide you do it. Never crack side. Boom, beat number two. But my shit is like the Bitches from Eastwick. Same album, same artist, different beat. Moving on, number two. Been pushing buttons all day, man. Your job was easy today, man. The fuck, man. Uh, and yo, I woke up in the days with a slight headache. You know the usual in the studio getting red late. Serious jet lag when I get to bed late. That's why I fuck, cause I be weak when I get head late. Today I got a session with Ronnie, I mean Veronica. Met her last year, about a week before Hanukkah. Sounds foolish, I mean, honey wasn't Jewish, but she had a lot of dough and she was nice on computers. She told me she was born and raised in Bermuda and came here just to get a job. Bro, I, I I wish I was making beats in the nineties, bro. Wow, right? Still on the same track, same wit, same chips. Yeah, it takes you away, man. I mean, like, do you know how easy it is to make a beat like this? <laughs> like, listen, listen to this beat, bro. I mean, uh, actually, you know what? The technology now is probably like what makes it so easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back in then, back then they were probably like chopping some shit up. Like the SP twelve hundred, whatever, had only certain amount of time. So then exactly, yeah, yeah, super fast, yeah, yeah. and then blow it down. And we have to be really clever with you and be resourceful. But still, like, let's get this last last beat into the three in, and then we can talk, we can talk about the shit. Off of the love, the locks. This Swiss is this Swiss Swiss beats. What's it called? Who? What's it called? Off of the love. You think of a problem? Who, what, when, and how you gonna solve them? Automatic or revolver? Ki double lesson. Here's the lesson. Most beams is infrared, but mine's is fluorescent. No matter where you go, I'ma spot you. No matter how many people you put me in front of, I'ma rock you. And if you try to be the hard top, I'm gonna drop you. I got to treat you like the clutch and pop you. Creep through in the 420 with your honey, 'cause you ain't nothing but a playboy that turned bunny. And the only thing left to discuss. It's more money in these bullshit games. These chickens try to run me. Y'all know y'all can't touch us. I flow luscious. It's so real. I make her hop out. Yeah, Swiss. That's Swiss. That's my selection for beats for the week. Bait battle. Um, we'll let Dr. Shima go first, and then um, I'll go last. We'll let Mr. Uwe go, because we know Mr. Uwe be like going off fucking everybody. It's fucking shit. Uh, for, all right, for me, I, I give it to the first beat. Uh, 
That was the most in, inter- interesting beat for me. Um, then followed by the Swiss Beats one, that last one you just played. Um, I felt like that. It's a, it's a pretty interesting sound, that main. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting sound, but overall, I, I, I thought the beat wasn't that interesting. And then that last beat, the, the middle beat that we were talking about, like it, 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 ju- it just it felt like they didn't try very hard with that beat you know what i mean like it like i said i it was like a real simple loop like with some drums that i didn't feel fit the loop that well um so that's for me so the first beat i go for that one then the swiss beats which is number three and then the middle one this one last for me just the beats i'll let you go next mr what you got since since i'm on like uh on a on on watch by phone i'm gonna have yeah uh, you're on time probation and shit words uh funny enough i actually agree with chima in that order i think that last if i work my way backwards uh that last that first beat which we chose to be the third place was very simplistic it um but it creates a lot of space for the artist to really put down and say some shit and that's why i do like simple beats so like it's still a good track um the second one was uh in second place and the second beat i believe we played third beat we played with swiss beats wasn't it so yeah. um that's second place for me um yeah i mean it came at a time when he was being you know pushing boundaries a little bit he's always come out with some funky sounds there are a few mm. people that did that and he was one of them uh and you know for that uh, i'll give them props and it's always d block so i know we're not talking about the verses but so i'll just cut that bit out and uh, that first track was just um the first place goes for that uh last lock, uh, locks track just hard hitting I'm trying to do it in a way that it's not me and it's more like Vaughn's way of doing it. But I just gotta be me, man. I got putting more than a, a few words in. You know, you, know, you know what? What he said. That's it. <laughs> this was you? my favorite one. This one's the one that I picked first that even just kicked it off. I think for me, uh, the reason I like it the most is just because when I used to listen to this, I was listening to it into, in the car. And I got like three 10-inch subs going, and it's just something about that rearview mirror that's shaking when that bass hits. That you know, it just was a good memory for me back then when this came out. Was what I say? This was '98 when this uh, album came out. So this was when I was living on Eight Mile and shit. So I was just down there in Detroit, man. This is just this was just the vibe back then. Um, and this was a this was a solid sound for back then. Obviously, we can't compare this against what we listen to now because it's not like you said. The technology is different, and we just weren't making beats like we make them now. So, but I liked this was my favorite one for sure. I just like the piano. It kind of reminds me of a. Let's see if I can find it right quick. In the hundred pieces in the ass and how's that? Never answer back. I'm the cancer on the track. Just think, got this link, you make the blink, man the black. Who's not to be fucked with? That's me. It reminds me of um that's them. Watch you watch my back while I go as this track. So I can find it right quick. And if they wanna flow right now, fashion. Should I give it a fuck is it? 
this one. Oh. Play, bitch. Like that piano, I think I just like. Something about piano and hip-hop beats that are fire. Oh. We might die for this shit, nigga. Oh. Might go down for this shit, nigga. Gang, gang, banging that grip shit. Nigga said cuz in the first grade. In the shade where the cops can't see us. 18 trying to dodge the cage. It was cool to that gang sweet. So I'll go with that beat just because I picked that beat before. I, I knew it was going to be the one I picked anyway before I even re listened to the shit. But leave your comments below. I don't even know if YouTube is going to leave this shit up. It never does. So, you know fight it go listen to it on spotify like i said um we gotta get out of here the doc is yawning he's got a family to go take care of and shit mr Uwe's yawning these guys ain't used to podcasting this early in the day now their whole day is gonna be funked up um go follow these guys at their respective instagrams you can see them on the screen and uh you can see all inside dr chima's head if you're watching this shit uh check his shit out at dr chima or is it dr motherfucker what's y'all social medias i just shut up because the coffee's kicking in uh yeah my instagram is at dr chima anya and, and you can see mr Uwees is right there on the screen at Uwee.eats. Um, we're going to have traffic on the podcast this month as well. So maybe we can, uh, talk to, talk to him about this track and shit as well. Cause this is something special about this sound on this dude's voice. It's a big tune, bro. Yeah. So thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all when we catch y'all rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening or watching rather on YouTube, we appreciate your love support real hip hop. Peace.